You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, what you learn to learn? I'm drilling myself. Hop about the road to calling it murder. Fool for thought this shit, it came with a stir. Repeating my level of body you reach. I just keep it on the up and up. This might just run the numbers up. Happy Tuesday to y'all. What is going on, everybody? Y'all on another episode on the Up and Up. I'm your host. Could have been doing anything else. You could have been rocking anywhere. But as always, you're coming to kick it with us, and we appreciate that. Um, couple of little minor snags, but we ain't nothing, ain't no small thing to a giant, though, man. Like we in the building. We ready to get this thing together. Thanks, so. Cuzzo, what's the deal? What's the deal? It was good. We just started living my best life out here in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, you said, reporting live from Sunnyside, Florida. Everything is great. Life is good. All right. How about that? Home of the Bucks, baby. Home of the home of Tom Brady and the Bucks. Hey man, <laughs> look, we got, we, got, we got to talk about this, man. <laughs> like, hey, look, you have redefined the term of overnight fan, man. Like, look, yeah, right? <laughs> it only took seventeen hours. <laughs> look, you 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 taking that with you to the grave? You like, look, man, look, it's all about Tom. You ain't never seen Tom do nothing this good before, yeah, man. man. I've loved Tom for at least two weeks now. Come on, what are you talking about? I'm you always said, you said these, these things happen all by themselves, man. Look, you know, say who knew? Shoot, I was rolling, man. I said, he said, I love, I love Tom. I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, I straight up. I, at, at this point, I, I would probably buy like a Tom Brady Bucks jersey. I would, I would do it. <laughs> look, you know, money on Tom. Hey, look, if if you, if you buy it, you are gonna end up chasing him there, man. Look, you did. They gonna get like blew out there. Tampa Bay gonna be like, "Hey, who, whose fault is this? It's gonna be like, oh, his fault. Get it, and it's gonna be a mob, and they gonna attack you." <laughs> I hear, don't nobody think that they're gonna uh, win against was it the Chiefs? Against the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah trust me. It's people that think it's people right now that think that that the Chiefs gotta uh, are gonna lose or whatever, man. And they're really? taking bets for that. Yeah, they're taking bets for that right oh, now. Really? Yeah, and, and you know, pe- people are gonna be people. You know what I'm saying? Look, you. So you can't tell nobody, you know say you can't tell nobody what, what to what to do or how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta let people do their thing, man. True. You know, so very true. Very true. But you know what I'm saying? We are here. And as always, you know, we like to kick this thing off right. You know, our our, our neighborhood controversial individual is at work, so he's probably watching from the floor somewhere of the job, you know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to bro. Um look, um, B is floating around here somewhere too, but I was having a little bit of a, a rough go at it, man. Those last uh, <laughs> couple hours, man. Like, man, like I, I, I was really trying to pull it together. I was so sleep. I was like, damn, okay, I got to get up. Yeah. I got to, you know, get my mind right, man. Yeah, you know? All the way in that dead life, huh? Man, what? <laughs> I needed them extra hours. <laughs> I needed them extra hours for the week. Look, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> every, every waking second counts. Like, man, look, what? I felt like I slept until another day. Like I thought today was another day. I was like, "Damn!" I'm like, "I feel like I'm sleeping too good, man." Like I went to home, but I, I, I was sleeping too good, man. It was like, "Yeah, you better get up and get your shit together, man." Look, so right on. Now I'm scrambled, but I'm all right though, man. Look, so uh, as we all know, you know, usually you know we kick off with some witty thing that we're gonna talk about today, but you know, I figured we'd stay parked here for a second because this marks the year up to when Kobe passed away. Mm. You know, uh, if anybody has been living under a rock and hasn't known any of the obvious, you know, Kobe passed uh, last year in a helicopter accident, him and his daughter. It was at least several other people. So I won't, I won't 
give you two names and not give you the other name or whatever, but the list is, is very extensive and very long. And, you know, a lot of people lost, you know, their families that day. So, you know, I just took a moment, you know what I'm saying, for that. And I wanted to stay there for a minute to keep remembering that man because, she, like, it, it feel like, man, I feel like that was like the beginning of the end of 2020. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, look. That was like, about when we realized 2020 was about to be some bullshit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 2020 was not about to be a good year. It was like, okay, we're going to try it anyway. We're going to put the shoes on, see if they fit, and go from there. And it was like, nah, man, you don't want to wear these shoes. And we wore them anyway. So then it was like, yeah, you should have did that shit. So now you got to go through the whole 2020. But it's like walking through like a, like like 30 miles of, 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 of shit, just of shit. You know, say all over the place. That that's that's the equivalent of how 2020 was just, just tearing up to be. You know, what I'm saying I'm talking about. I had I had plans. I had I had good things in the works, man. Look, and Kobe, Kobe was like, nah, be take a break, get your mind right. There you go. So, yeah. Like, I mean, it's just crazy though, man. You know, like, like even still, even even with, with between you know, what I'm saying him, you know, and then Nip the year before that, it was just like it was just a lot of like, man, it's like. You know the fandom really set in. It was like, okay, damn. You know that's that's my guy. I I seen that guy. I grew up watching that guy. You know, so you be feeling that sense of attachment to, to you know, what I'm saying certain you know icons and athletes and entertainers and stuff like that. Man. I mean, Kobe too, just being, you know, just just an icon. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not just say that. You know, I mean, it, there's been great basketball players or whatever, but that's. Yeah, you know, I mean, what is he? Was he at least top, top, top three, top four? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and for sure, just, for sure. And it just and it, and then it just just died tragically. Like, that, I mean, it's not something that we we see a lot. You know what I'm saying? I th- I think that's the big thing was like Kobe being as big of a a force as he was just in general, and then to just be you know snatched. Off, and and, off, you, know and you got to look at it like this too, cause like see, cause like I remember. Uh, you know, we we didn't really uh, start doing all our episodes till around like April or May or whatever. So, if you'd have been on this month, what is like Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, his time had come and gone. But Kobe Bryant, the father, Kobe Bryant, you know, the humanitarian, Kobe Bryant, the the the, the coach that was you know say teaching his daughter how to you know say basically a replica of him. Like he was he's becoming so much more than just Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, in the time that he was. He was really hitting his stride. Like his, you could see yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? It was everywhere. It was like, man, like his mannerisms, his attitude, his confidence. It was all coming together for him or whatever. Man, you know. And I think, I think another thing to keep in mind too is one thing we see more and more with uh, with athletes is we see them sort of humbling themselves more and more and becoming more humanitarians and being more for the people. Like you can see that with LeBron James being like the youngest, biggest star. Um, you know, th- that there's been, but, you know, whereas you go all the way back to like Michael Jordan, you know, Mr. Fuck them kids, <laughs> you know? So like, so like Kobe, you could, you could definitely say like Kobe was kind of like one of those guys. He's, he definitely started the wave of being like that positive, that positive force, even off, off the court. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No facts though. Facts. And, and that's what you wanted to be or whatever. Cause you know, especially when, in the light of when, like, you got NBA stars that are some are arrogant assholes, some are, you know, they they, they pricks, some are, you know, just out of pocket with or out of touch with reality in certain aspects. Yeah. 
They're what you call one dimensional. They only have one thing that seems to matter to them, and that's basketball. And, you know, Kobe was definitely bigger than that. He was yeah. of being bigger than that. <clears throat> he ended up transcending basically past basketball to a point where, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the new life had taken form and taken shape. So, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you really started to appreciate it, then his life was cut short. You know what I'm saying? What happened? So it's like, you know, you got to just take a minute and be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? That could happen to, that could happen to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. you know, and he, he was just doing something that he normally would have did any day. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, does, he did it all the time. Like, like it's like breathing. Yeah. You know, and just to be that, like, that's damn, how, okay. That's how you know a motherfucker's life ain't like yours. Like, yeah, we just gonna go up and chop real quick and, you know, go across <laughs> town. You know, like, like just skip skip all of the traffic. Like, god damn. <laughs> Look, yeah. for real, I just like, man, we, we sit here complaining about being in the traffic. He like, I'm above the traffic, man. I, uh, I can get to this place in 20 minutes. It's gonna take y'all at least two hours to get there in that rush hour traffic. And I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what's wild about, like, COVID- I think I think COVID really um, found a way to expose a lot of our weaknesses just in society, and it kind of shows just how, as as populated and I don't know strong economically as as, as Hollywood and, and LA and stuff like that was, those cities are are more or less in pieces because of something like this because they weren't really, I mean they weren't set up for something crazy like this to happen. So like a lot of people have flooded out of California, and you know, the reason that you end up needing a fucking helicopter is because the city is garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you had the wildfires on top of that. Like, it's just not, it's it's kind of like, you could look at LA as like a symbol of American arrogance. You could look at it as like, we thought we had everything figured out and we were going to do things whatever way we wanted to. So we built everything around all of this shit that more or less probably we should have left alone. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? Like, like you, you just add earthquakes to, to Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Earthquakes, wildfires. Like what's what's not in Los Angeles? I think they don't have tornado. No, they ain't got tornadoes. They got literally every other got natural disaster man. known to man except for uh, tornadoes or whatever. Yeah, I got it. They and got you know, all you got the problems. Yeah. Oh, one second, one second. As y'all know, <clears throat> look, what's up, kid? Hey. You want to come be on the show with us? You want to come listen in? Come on. But I do want to um, reinforce. No, you said, go ahead, hit me. I'm ready. You froze a little. Yeah. I do want to reinforce that thing I was saying about Kobe being more than uh, one dimensional. And I think I think that's an important lesson for everybody to learn. Um, You got to diversify your interests and you can't just be about one thing. You can't just be a motherfucker about your money. And about your pockets, and that'd be the only thing. To me. I mean, you could, you know, but you might not like the person you become, though. You know, in the midst of that, like, you know, because if you wrap yourself, if you become so self indulgent in just that one particular thing, that you'll find yourself, you know, what I'm saying, missing out on a lot of uh, other, you know, what I'm saying, simplistic beauties in life, if you will. You know, yeah. so you know, but. It, and you'll be surprised, like, especially in certain cities. Like you said, California is always going to be a perfect example. We're not going to bash on California, but, you know, Cali is one of those places, though. You know, you got people who literally are like, okay, this is my, I'm tunnel vision for one specific thing. This is it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this, it's all this or bust, you know? You know, so, well, what about this right here? No, it's all this or bust. You're not listening. You know what I'm saying? 
I think that's the thing too. Like California is such a big city with like really high cost of living. So it's the kind of place where you could probably only really focus on one thing. I know one thing, one big thing. The only thing I know, know about California because I've, or especially LA because I've never been there is that, uh, that's where Joe Rogan used to have his podcast and that's where he used to, um, do his thing. And then once all of this COVID stuff happened, he moved to Texas and, uh, Cause, cause it just wasn't lucrative for what he did anymore. Like with the podcast and then with stand up comedy, like you couldn't, uh, LA more or less shut down amidst COVID and it hasn't really been, been able to make a comeback. I mean, not like, not like all the other places that are just like, fuck COVID, we don't give a fuck, like Florida. <laughs> like, like, uh, between Florida, what, Texas and a couple other ones, uh, in the South or whatever. It's like, all right, man, like, I ain't scared of no stinking COVID. Keep the party going. Like, all right, look at and everybody picked up where they left off at or whatever. Yeah. But see, well, the, the funny thing with that conversation, though, is that, you know, like, you got people, like, like so you got people from your, your, your city where they had a conversation with somebody from up here or somebody else that's had a city that's on lockdown. They'd be like, well, you know, it doesn't work like this. Or, uh, you see, we get went back to normal and everything's fine, you know, or y'all should do the same thing, too. And it's like, no, you can't, you know what I'm saying, every, every experience hits everybody differently. You know, so I can't I can't be like, okay, well, since y'all were able to get through there scot free, that we'll have, be able to have the same transition up here. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's, it's different climates, it's different weather. Like y'all, y'all get mostly warm weather throughout y'all time down there, and we get all four seasons up here. You know what I'm saying? So y'all get like seven seasons. It's bullshit up there. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Y'all got winter twice, I think. <laughs> You get that end of spring winter, like oh, I thought. Ain't it fucking July? Why? Why is it snowing? <laughs> hey, look, it's the it's the uh, the, the extended uh, secret season of winter, like when you get the polar vortex and shit. Like, man, where that come from, man? Like, it's it was just ten degrees. Now it's tw- minus twenty. It's like, damn. Okay, then look enough, man. I'm over it. I'm over it. Hey, that's hilarious. Be- speaking of being one dimensional, you know who else is one dimensional? I don't want to talk a whole lot about this motherfucker because I kind of feel like he don't belong in 2021. But our last president, he was a very one dimensional individual. He only had like one real strong, you know, specific focus. And, you know, I guess that was lying. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> it wasn't good. And when you one dimensional, because, you know, you know, one dimensional, it's like a one way street. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't make a U-turn on a one-way street. You know what I'm saying? You can't go back the other way and realize yo, you've been going the wrong way. And when you, that means you can't learn no lessons. You know what I'm saying? You can't learn a lesson on a one-way street. You can't make a U-turn. You can't make a mistake. Shit, but how many uh, 70 plus Euro people is willing to admit they, they they fucked up there? You know, I don't know too many. <laughs> and motherfuckers is one-dimensional too. They one-dimensional is racism. <laughs> shit, man. Find something better to focus on. Like your life got to be about more shit. You got to get more more things in your life, especially hey, things that you don't fully understand that you need. You know. Hey, hey look, and the crazy thing is, like, it'd be like, okay, you got this one thing over here, and then you got the thing that they used to. It's like you like, hey, look, this right here can help extend your life by ten years if you learn about it. And they looking at the racist thing like, uh, I start, start sweating <laughs> and shit. Like, I gotta go, I gotta be racist. Oh my god, no! Everybody, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's just the way the shit go, man. You know what I mean? No, like, but but the blacks. Yeah, right, like, <laughs> right, bro. Build, build the wall. It's border, border patrol. Shit, <laughs> like it's it's not it's not a good thing to focus on. You gotta have a better focus. 
I mean, you can be a little bit racist. It's okay to be a little bit racist. I think we all a little bit racist, as long as that's not the only thing you care about. You got to care about other things more than the racism, so you can have a more balanced life. Look, I, I, me and me and Courtney had a conversation about this or whatever, and I'll be brief at this point or whatever. Uh, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, I said we can't t- uh, tell Sid to be uh, racist." I said, "Technically, Sid cannot be racist." I said she could be discriminative towards someone. She can't be racist. So I said racism, and you said when you peel back layers, is basically the conversation of saying, "Hey, I, I I'm better than you. I look down on you. You're inferior to me." You know what I'm saying? We haven't experienced that because we've never been at, at, at that at that particular point where you can be like, "Hey, I'm better than you." You know what I'm saying? Like uh, amongst our group of our peers. Uh, yeah, these statuses make us better than each other, but that's an invisible line of bullshit, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a nice car, you're better than me. Because your credit score is better than mine, you're better than me. No, see, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at it from a demographic standpoint. That's not the case, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're using material things to, to drive your point home. We've we never been a group of people that have basically overseen another group of people and picked them consecutively at moments while they were down. We never did that before. So we can't be considered racist. We can be considered, considered discriminatory, but not racist. You know, Education you know what that, on the TED Talk. Look. <laughs> you know what that makes me think about? What's that? Have you ever heard, have you ever heard the, uh, the phrase high-value male or high-value man? Yeah, you know I probably heard it in a different context, but yeah. I, I, I've, been, I've been hearing about hearing that lately, like from dudes, which is the goofiest place to hear it from. Because when a man, a man calling himself like a high value man is just, it's just weird. Because <laughs> technically, you got to think about it. Like an orange uh, that you buy at the grocery store don't set its own price. You know what I'm saying? No. No. Nothing, nothing sets its own price. Like you can, you're, you're kind of just worth what you're worth. And the, the beauty of humanity is that we can do things in our lives to increase our value or, or our worth, as you, as you might put it. But I think worth all ultimately comes down to what you care about anyway. You know what I'm saying? You could be a high value man just because you take care of your family. You can be a, a high value man just because you, you support your community. I mean, I guess the, I, I think I think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis behind, especially finances and money being a, a huge aspect of what makes you a high value man. But that's because we, we think too much in terms of money, like everything to us is money. See, and, that's, and that was going to pretty much be a good uh, segue right there, because, you know, you have rich and you have wealthy. And it's like, you know, what I'm saying people that are wealthy, you know, say are not just wealthy because of finances. That's basically piggyback into your point or whatever. So, like, I might be like, man, you might be like, yeah, B, you know what I'm saying? You got X, Y, Z. You got your family. You got your your friends. You got this. You got this. You know what I'm saying? But you, you're, you're, you're poor in terms of finances, though. That is partially true. But understand something, that I am more rich in a, in a plethora of other ways because of the fact that I have all the things that you don't. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes money can't even buy you none of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, money can't buy you, let's say, friends or whatever. It can buy you friends, but it ain't going to buy you friends. It's going to last because once the money disappears, so so do your friends. You know what I'm saying? But people that genuinely have it, they have it, have it with you and they're in the mud with you, you know what I'm saying, are not even in the mud with you. They're just there with you throughout everything. You know what I'm saying? Those things, you can't buy money with those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's shit, what you family, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Family. I think, I think that's one thing that that makes you and me blessed is that we come from 
a really dope family. And it, it really doesn't matter how, you know, how fucked up the world could be or might be or might, you know, hit us or whatever. We know we still got love somewhere. There's there's still love for us in the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and it's and it's you know I've, I mean I've, we've had it our whole lives. We've always had somebody you know to to go kick it with and hang with. Like every time I come back to the city, it's a great time, and I can't wait to come back. It's <clears throat> gonna be a special edition episode. Uh, you come back out here. Let's think about yeah. this April. Look, I'm telling you, man. Look, we gonna have a whole. Uh, I finally, whole, be on. Uh, I, I can finally be on fucking on the up and up in person. Yeah, <laughs> for the first like, time. Said, said, coming, coming soon, soon, soon. Look, they can hear what I really sound like. Yeah, he said, look, I look, I look way different outside my work clothes. Look. Yeah, man, <laughs> hey, my voice is my best best feature. All right, <laughs> wait till you hit me on sexy. Wait till you hit. Me. <laughs> look, if I if I had to if I had to get like a, a good. Uh, radio analysis voice, like I would want to be like, I would want to have one of those quiet storm voices, though, man. Like, I'd be like, yeah, no, I want, I want to be able to bring my point home, but I want to sound like real, real masculine and attractive while I'm doing it. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. This Wellington on, on the ones and twos radio. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I ain't never seen his face, and it's like, yeah, you see, it's like, how y'all doing? He's like, damn, his voice deep as hell. All right, you know, but I'm like, y'all, y'all got this. This is what y'all got. So fuck it, look. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know who I would sound like if I could. Yeah, who was that? My motherfucking um, my hero after Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, after Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady's number one these days. <laughs> um, Barack Obama. Man, this mother. The way this motherfucker talk. Just, just like. I don't even know if it's the words he uses, but there's something about the inflection in his voice, and it's not even like he has like a super deep voice, but he has he has the voice of a leader. That's really. I think the best way to put it, he he has the voice where this motherfucker could be talking about nothing at all. And you're going to be like, yo, I'm going to follow him wherever he's going. <laughs> he sounds like the one to follow. Look, um, I thought that for the last, you know, two months or whatever, I've been reading this book because I read slow. <laughs> it's, it's been taking <laughs> me two months. Um, but yeah, my bad. I ain't mean to cut you off. No, you good, man. Look, I was about to say, look. I got to see that, though. You know, you hit him with the, you know what I'm saying, that strong, debonair, confident, uh, my fellow Americans, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, you just feel good. Like, yeah, he got a voice I want to listen to, man. Let me, hey, what are you talking about? You could be selling tartar sauce, man. Look, it's like, man, that's some that's a good way. I want to buy some tartar sauce right now. I'm allergic to fish and seafood, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way that's going to go. Man. You, know what's, you know what's wild to hear what I love about, because we, we see President Barack Obama as President Barack Obama. We saw him in the speeches and all that stuff. So we saw President Barack, you know what I'm saying? But there's more to a Barack Obama than just being the president. Like you a whole husband, you a whole dad, you a whole nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You a whole dude. <laughs> You're a whole person with all these qualities and characteristics. And, you know, we, as as the public, we couldn't possibly get to know all that if we don't know you personally. And most of us ain't even going to meet him. <laughs> um, but you listen to his book and I think you do get a sense of what kind of different people are in there. And uh, there's a couple of times where you hear him, you know, talk with a little stank in his voice about about his opponents and about his rivals like this motherfucker. <laughs> like like and, and, and low key, a lot of people, a lot, I don't know if people know, he definitely dropped some F-bombs and some uh, other cuss words in his book. And it's not my favorite part about it. But to hear Barack Obama say, fuck that. I mean, that's like my favorite thing to hear. That's 
You know what I'm saying? That's a notification sound right there. We need to hit that every single time somebody say something crazy. Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> That, 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 look, see, it's going to be, hey, I'm going to send you the clip. I got the clip from the book. <laughs> look, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit Barry up on Instagram like, hey, man, I need your permission okay. to utilize <laughs> this drop. And look, it will be my honor <laughs> to use this. If you would be so kind to give me the blessing, I would be happy. Hey, look. Right They'd be right. like, man, where do you get this from, man? I got this from Barry personally, man. Look, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From but, me. From my dog. Yeah. And I think I like that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, that lets, that lets me know that you're that, that you're still human, man. Like you're still you're not, you know, you're not completely unfazed or unbothered by all the shit, even though you're able to keep up a cool calm facade while you're moving about through everything or whatever. Because let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? He, he first started his presidency eight years ago, or it was 12 years ago, not because it's been four with orange. But uh when he first started, man, he had a, a black head of hair. He looked a lot younger. You know what I'm saying? And he was way more, you know, uh, way more, uh, what's the word, uh, confident in the future, you know what I'm saying, as a whole. You fast forward, man, what you looking like? You poised and ready to take over the world. The first four was like, all right, y'all wore me down a little bit, but but I'm still optimistic. I still think we can do this. We can go the direction we want to go. Man, you get through them last four on that back end stretch, his hair gray as hell. He looked like he tired. He just smoked a couple boxes of Newports. Shorts in the box. Look, he he didn't, he didn't got a glass of Hennessy sitting there in the drawer of the old right. office. You, you know, know what he's saying? like, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he looking oh. at the shit like, baby, look, I know you don't go out on a date, but right. you know, I gotta get for this start, gotta get for this talking to these command, these chiefs listen, and these generals listen. about this. You know what I'm saying? I just look. pictured him after that first four years, you know what I'm saying? He bought the bottle of Hennessy. And then, you know, in year five, he was just pouring it out in the glass. Like, all right, I guess whatever. And then, like, in year like seven and eight, he just no glass bottle. Straight yep. to the, <laughs> like, right there in front of the generals and everything. Like, hold on, let me just, I need a second. Hit the bottle and then, bam, all right, let's talk. <laughs> I can't like I was saying, it. It. like, oh, shit, man. You know, Sir, you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, hey, look, he fixed his tie and shit, go out there and talk his whole speech like nothing never happened, man. Like they smelling yeah. the cognac on this breath press secretary, like, what the hell is going on with Barry? Yeah, he's drunk, man. He's got a good buzz on him. He's wearing that. Look, it'd be like the that, pre- man. Being the president is one hell of a job. And and listening to him talk about it, I, I asked myself, do is that a job that I feel like I could ever, like, ever do in my life? Looking at how I am and the traje- trajectory of where I feel like I'm going and all that shit. I don't think I would ever want to work that hard or or have to work on something that serious. Like, you know how serious it is to run the fucking country? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like picture the opposite end of that. You're just working in the fucking drive through and you're just trying to get a nigga they fries. That's not that serious. <laughs> you're not going you're not going to uh, kill hun- uh, hundreds of thousands of people if you fuck up in that job. It's not that serious. <laughs> But this motherfucker had the most serious job in the world. I don't. I don't want a job that big. I don't know. Nah, that, 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 that's too much. Uh, too much. Uh, it's just stressful for damn show. But it's too much of a, of a, of a burden scary, for one person man. to carry. It's like a roller. It's like it's like a ride. You know what I'm saying? Like we, if you work at a McDonald's job, you just up on a stool. That's it. You you working in the motherfucking president, nigga. You are all the way in the, at the top of Burj Dubai. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, on the shit. you're on the Burj Khalifa looking down on the entire world and you know you got more control over all of it than anybody 
but and, and, no, and the crazy thing about the about the presidency or whatever is that you know what I'm saying like you have control, you have you have control because you're the commander in chief, you're the you're you're the leader of the free world. But in actuality, when you look at all the checks and balances that are happening on the ground floor, you don't have any control at all, especially depending on how your house and your city is set up and who is controlled by. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything has to pass through you as a final say, but shit, some of that shit don't even make it to your desk. You know what I'm saying? Even, you feel me? You might be like, man, these 400,000 people signed the petition to do this. You know what I'm saying? What you think about this? Well, my uh, my assistant got it via email and she denied it on, on, on her end. So I never really seen what y'all talking about. Right. But I can't tell y'all I never seen what y'all talking about because there's going to be like, he's disconnected from everybody. No. We got a difference of opinion from everybody wanting certain things to, to go a certain way. And they know that if it, it might be something that's passionate to me, we're not going to let it get to you. You know what I'm saying? We have the right to veto your shit, so we're going to veto. And that's yeah. the end of it. You know what I mean? But with, to, to a person like me, you was hearing that though, or seeing that in real time, it's like, man, he don't care about nobody. He don't give a shit about this. He don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? And you're looking at it like it's a personal shot at you. Because of whatever reason, and that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like it's way more to it than that. Like you know, no, no, no president has ever been re- reached to the point where I could be like, hey, I can reach out and grab you. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go to a to my 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 city council members. I gotta go to my governor. I gotta go to my mayor. I gotta go to somebody I could literally actually see and have a conversation with. So you, you know, you can't. You know what I'm saying? As much as we like blaming somebody for for any problems that we may experience in life, you can't blame. One person specifically for all your shit. Some of that shit is your fault too. Especially <laughs> a motherfucker that live that works all the way across the country, and he's thinking about shit that ain't got nothing to do with you half the time. <laughs> Maybe exactly. he thinks about your problem once a day. You know what I'm saying? But he got like a hundred other problems. This nigga exactly. got ninety some problems, and your life ain't one. <laughs> That'd be like, what if Jesus was actually easy to be connected with? It'd be like, man, look. You know how many people have been praying to me? You talking to me about your about yeah. your uh, car having a flat tire? Right. You could get out there and change that. That's trivial right. shit. You know what I'm right. saying? What about that, this that's, person that's, that's fighting for their life then? You know, that's that's kind of funny to think about if you think about it. Let's say uh, a, a prayer is like a vote. You know what I'm saying? It just it just has like whatever weight it has for whatever it is. So when you pray for something, you like you voting for that thing or whatever. So if you just stuck in traffic and you just praying for the light to turn green, you know what I'm saying? Your prayer is going to go down in the fucking slot all the way to fucking Jesus's doorstep right along with the fucking, oh man, I pray I get it out of this fucking hole that I'm, I feel like I'm going to die in in this third world country. <laughs> like, them prayers side by side, zoom into the same place, nigga, one for one, because we all <laughs> just one person. <laughs> and your fucking prayer, like, Jesus is going to have to get past like a 100,000 of your bullshit to finally get to the motherfuckers that he can actually help. <laughs> and he only got so much time in a day. He only got so much time. Jesus don't work 24 hours a day. He got to rest sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, he said, I got a little layover, man. I can't get a lunch. I can't, I can't get no lunch either. I'll be yeah. hungry like that, man. Look. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because as hard as uh, being a president is, dog, being Jesus, <laughs> that's a rough man, gig. That's got to be a rough gig. <laughs> Holy but, shit. And, and to make matters even worse, I, I died originally. To make sure that y'all can do all this stuff, there, man. Look, yeah, I, I I got fired from this job already. <laughs> <laughs> I got fired and I came back, nigga. I came back to do the job again for y'all <laughs> after getting fired <laughs> in the worst way. The worst and, way and, you can get fired. 
I'm not going to give y'all the details because y'all don't even need to know all that. But understand, though, I, I took a lot of lo- losses to come back and make sure y'all win, man. <laughs> I need employee of the year. I need CEO of the, of, of the decade. I need, you know what I'm saying, man of the millennium. All that shit, man. Look, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Look, I, I want people to know that, that, that we're just poking fun. We don't want no trouble. <laughs> So there's somebody out there right now that's like these Satan sinners right here. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I ain't even talked about the devil's job. His job is <laughs> something else. <laughs> I don't even know how you describe a job like the devil's job. Because I guess what? The, the devil is like is like the criminal version of religion. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a criminal. So he's like the the the, the biggest drug dealer that there's ever been. Or like, I don't know, who's the who's the villain? He's he's Kim Jong-un. He's Kim Jong because I feel like that's the the worst person on the planet with the most power, right? So, yeah. so that's the devil's job is to I don't know make billions of people sad for no reason. <laughs> that's his job. And he'd be like, "Yeah, hey, look, somebody wake up in the morning. I'm gonna have a bad day today." He'd be like, "That's my cue. All right, let me set this up. Right. Let me set this right. up. Let me fuck this motherfucking day up." <laughs> hey, you can see it right now with like a song sheet full of notes and shit. He just pack it, pack it open like this, and be like, "All right." Let's start making this shit happen. It's time to go to work. Look, you wanna you wanna get to work late? All right, the snow is gonna make sure your battery fuck up. That right? You just moving shit. You just see a quartet just doing the shit with him, man. Like that, that, I got some some strange imagination imaginations when it comes. Like things like this, man. <laughs> but um, no, that'd be. I think like that's like the the, the offset of a, of a tough job though. Like you know, his job is, is, is literally to fuck shit up. You know what I'm saying? So, and, it's, like, and honestly, if you think about it, it's probably it's a fun job. It have to be a fun job. Like Kim Jong Un has fun every day, like every single day. Fun that we can't even comprehend. Fun that we're not allowed to do because we don't own a country. You know what I'm right. saying? Like hey, this, look, this motherfucker, this motherfucker plays all the all the new games like first, like before they even come out. This motherfucker played uh, Cyberpunk t- uh, a year ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was playing Cyberpunk out the gate. This motherfucker got PS5 uh, delivered to his doorstep at least two weeks before it came out. Come on, man! What? Look, you already know. Look, cause look, he had his face etched in the side of his shit. It was custom yep. made. It had like, <laughs> yeah, like like that personalized PS5. Look, hey, he built he on the call of duty like man. If you kill me, I'm about to send the bomb over to your house. Like, wait a minute, man. Look, I thought this was a game. What, what is this guy talking about, man? <laughs> that's that's hilarious, man. Look, that's, that's strangely hilarious, man. You, you can see it though. Like, I, that's that, that's that's some people problems that I that I I, I think I'd be all right with, but I don't I don't want to have it firsthand. Like, I don't want to own a country. You know, I, I just want to literally just own some stuff, but not a country though. Like, a country is overkill. Like, you give me. You know, a business, you give me a house, you know, you give me things that I can I can easily manage, you know, with the right maintenance and time. I'm cool with that. But a country is like, man, look, hey, uh, so we lost our whole uh, acre of land. <laughs> my crops, my cows, everything died. So I need you to work that out for me. It's like, yeah. OK, uh, what am what I going to do with that shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to fly some cows in from overseas and just bam, cows, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you can you order some shit like that? Like, look, can I just order like five synthetic cows and just be like, look, hey, they milk is freshly packed already, and all you got to do is like tap the otter that you want to give you a different type of milk and shit. See, that's random shit I'm talking about, man. Look at that shit. Motherfuckers all over the place. <laughs> the segways are everywhere. The segways are everywhere. <laughs> hey, look, 
We started off with Kobe. Yeah, that's the crazy one. We started off with Kobe, and then we just ended up going through. We went from Kobe to COVID, and the, the names sound almost closely remotely identical to each other, man. And then it just went. It went. It, it developed a mind of its own, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, look, I was reading something, man. What was I reading? And I wanted to tell Courtney about this earlier. I can I couldn't remember for the life of me, and I honestly still can't remember it. So I'm a, I'm gonna talk about something else first, and I'm gonna go from there. Whatever, man. So. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? The mega, the mega millions made it up to a billion dollars, man, last mm-hmm. week. 1.2 billion. You know what I'm saying? A, a person at Novi hit it. Novi is next door. So I'm going through my Rolodex of Novi friends. I got like, man, maybe it's one of my Novi friends that caught it. <laughs> you know, maybe they're not, they're not going to reach out. So I'm going to do the, the proactive thing and reach out to them. I'm gonna <laughs> like, hey, look, hey, Buster, Buster, my man, how you doing? You know, trying to see what's going on. See if I can get it. I don't even want one point. I don't want. I don't want you right here. Here's a couple million. I don't need a couple million. You give me a quarter meal. I'm simple. I can do what it do with the quarter meal there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But one person hit that mug and no, by the way. Insane, dude. I was like, wow. wow. I said, after taxes, it is 770 million. A teacher, a teacher out there wrote, wrote a uh, basically like a, a consensus, not a consensus, a mission statement on, you know, what what, what, what to do. If you ever came into this amount of money, how you should, what steps you should take first, you know what I'm saying, when you when you first actually make the money, which yeah. further lets me know that it was probably a teacher or somebody that actually hit the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that could really use it, which makes me feel better because, you know, it's always somebody that's like, you know what I'm saying, that hit like 30 jackpots already. You know what I'm saying? They like, like they got like 200,000 in their account and they just hit that just to add on to their good fortune, but they're like 75. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, look, you like, you don't even need that, man. Look, you you are already on the back end. Hey, like, give it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even trying to sound selfish. I'm just saying though, like, you know, like you got that person that's struggling, like, man, look, I really use a blessing right now. Yeah. And it'll fall in your lap. And it'll fall in your lap. You know what I'm saying? If you if you think about that, that's probably like one of the best things you could do, but you don't really like hear about it. Like, say somebody you know, just decides to live their life all about money and all you care about is money. And so you just make a bunch of money and you, you know, you don't have a family, you don't have kids. All you do is become the richest motherfucker there ever was. And then when you die, what do motherfuckers do? I don't know. They put it into an estate and then it just fucking surrounds all of the bullshit they left behind or whatever. You know what I'm saying? When in reality, it's like, nigga, you dead. You're not here no more. Give that money back to the world and to the people that, that could actually use it. Like, why, why does money... Why do dead people get to keep money? <laughs> what are they doing with it? <laughs> like, what I'm saying? like, take all of the money from people that are dying. Because that, that, I mean, if you think about it, that's why a motherfucker will hoard wealth because he knows once he dies, I don't know for some reason he gets to keep all that. Uh, and 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 like, what is that? What is that money doing except being hoarded? It's it's basically hoarding money if you think about it. And I don't know. There's a better way to do it. There's a better way to do a lot of things. But that's what's on my head today. <laughs> but but that 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 that, that bodes an interesting point though. Like so, when it comes to people with money or whatever, like you know, what I'm saying the ones that that do hoard or harbor it or whatever. On the flip side of it, it's like okay, I oh I either got this money and I pass away, and then my money gets recycled back into wherever wherever once it came or whatever. Like so, like if I work for a company and I get a pension or I get something like that. And I pass away. My pension don't roll over to my kid. You know, it don't roll over to the next person in the family. It's like, oh, we're getting our money back now. Thank you for dying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. 
Exactly. Shit. Why, why can't I keep my shit? You got the guy that, that got millions and gajillions of dollars that doesn't bury this shit and like you said, in a state and a trust and all this other shit. It's like, that's not yeah. fair. Because, <laughs> because the laws don't tell poor people how to keep money. <laughs> the laws only tell, or the, the all the information only tells rich folks. The lawyers only tell rich folks how to hoard their money. They don't tell us, they don't even tell us how to save, like, or how to, how to, uh, how to invest. We, we, all, we just end up having to learn all that shit on our own. They don't talk about money in school. They don't talk about credit in school. Don't you feel like that's the e- easily the most basic lesson that we should learn? Like the first, the first thing we should fucking learn. I, sh- I should know how to use money before I know how to do anything. Like as a teenager or whatever, I shouldn't have to just stumble into the world and figure it out. But they don't have a, a class for that. They got class for sex ed. You know what I'm saying? They want to teach you how to fuck, but they don't go teach you how to, how to spend. Come on, man. See, look, that, that should have been a drop right there. It should have been like, mulatto, mulatto. Hey, you got to make it sound like uh, like 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 somebody just picked me in Mortal Kombat. Remy, mulatto. <laughs> yeah, like, look, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear Shao Khan say my name. <laughs> got you, got you. Hey, look, I'm gonna work on that mug. Uh, I'll say the crosstalk. I'm gonna be like grab my iPad and get started, man. But yeah, no, that's the truth, though, man. Like they teach you sex ed, they teach you how to say how to have sex, but they don't teach you how to how to how to save money. They don't teach you how to invest. They don't teach you how to do none of that shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like you look at it, it's like man, they want they want you. You know what I'm saying? To be safe. They want you to do all this, but they also want to oversee how you do certain things with your kids, though. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I get in trouble for disciplining them. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how lo- what level my discipline is. But then on the same token, though, it's like, okay, well, now you're teaching them about the about the cheat codes, about stuff that we didn't teach you about. We don't want you doing that either. Right. It's like, well, shit, f- find the struggle there. You can't have every, you can't have everything. You can't have full autonomy over how I'm raised my kid or what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like even though you know how much you tried it, you can't do that. That's not that's not ideal. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're in a a place where you know it's freedom of all this good stuff and there's these luxuries and everything, I want to enjoy this luxury. I want to make my own money. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to rely on you to give me XYZ there. You know what I'm saying? That's like the the uncle that that did something messed up to their niece. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, don't you tell nobody what happened. I was like, you know saying? Government sit you on your lap. Like, yeah, so uh, I'm going to give you this 1200 but what you going to do for it? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like I don't want to do nothing but get this 1200 from you. Like, you better share this goddamn money and stop playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Like is this is this a stimulus or or are you pimping me? Like what's happening here? Am I, am right. I being who's, who's really being stimulated here, man? Like, I don't know how to feel about this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Look, oh, nah, but well, that's uh, so. That, I got a question for you. So look, nah, I'm saying we are we are technically almost at the end of January now, man. So you know it's the 26th, January 26th. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I can I shout out something real quick? This is only absolutely public today. Today, two years ago, I met my girl on the twenty sixth, and I just want to shout that out because you know we still going strong, and I'm I'm, I'm happy about it. But you know we, right. we're not doing nothing, so I'm just saying on your podcast, and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so yeah, me and my girl been together for a minute. Things going good. Thank God for that. All right, God bless you. Keep going. Keep going. I have a little personal celebration, drinking my wine. It's called a. Uh, What's it called? Dis disorderly conduct. 
say is that a, is that a red wine? Is that a, a Merlot? It's, is that it's, a, it's, it's what you call a dark bold red. A dark bold red. Okay, that, that dark, sounds bold and red. You understand? That's three adjectives. You understand? That's three D for your ass. Mm. Dark bold right. and red. Look. Yeah. Rich and robust like coffee. You know, I, I got you. I get it, man. I understand. I see the play on words there, buddy. I got it, man. Hey. So look, with that being said, with Valentine's Day around the corner, because that's where I, I was I was going to two places. I was going to Valentine's Day first, because obviously that's two weeks away. You know what I'm saying? I or do you have anything specifically pl- planned uh off the record or on the record, I should say, you know what I'm saying? Small details. You ain't got to say. Uh, you ain't got to say it all. You like, man. Yeah, you know, we doing some things. You know, talking to a man about a horse. You know, say whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> talking to a man about a horse. <laughs> I figure we'll eat horse this Valentine's Day. We'll just eat horse. You know what I'm saying? You know what I think saying? horse is delicious, and she don't eat beef, but I think she'll try some horse. <laughs> See, look, hey, look, we got it. So, look, horse activities. <laughs> check, check, and check. Yep, that's what it is. That's what funny. it is. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I don't plan these things very well anymore, man. When I was young, I used to be so romantic. You know what I'm saying? Like these days, I'm, I don't know. As I think I do everything opposite of the way most people do. I think a lot of people are very spontaneous when they're young and then they just kind of like, I don't know, become a big planner when they get older. I feel like I was a, a much more focused when I was younger and then I, I become more spontaneous with age for some reason. Like, like doing, doing a fucking podcast and sitting here and, you know, talking shit in a way that, I wouldn't have done like 10 years ago. It just wasn't, wasn't what I was into. So, um, I don't, <laughs> little brain fart, just a little brain fart. Too long. You're like, Oh, that motherfucker's brain just shut down. Is he dead? And it's like, yeah. and, and it's like, you like oh shit all right i'm back now i'm back it's valentine's day i um i don't know man what 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 do motherfuckers plan on doing these days like you get a motherfucker flowers you know what i'm saying you get them sent to her job that's one of the cheat codes everybody should do that whoever whoever act like they don't want to spend money on flowers let me tell you something i don't even like flowers but i spend money on flowers because my girl likes flowers Amen to that. A woman that, that sees flowers for her, she lights the fuck up. She just has a literal orgasm in that moment. It's a it's a small orgasm, but it's it's a whole orgasm in the moment where she saw those flowers. Okay, so give, right. her, so give her a little, you know, social distance orgasm. Let her get a little orgasm at work, have a good time, and feel special even in that that moment. You know? Look, and that's just something that I do because. I know she will appreciate it, but I hate flowers. Like, I literally don't like buying flowers. I don't think flowers have a point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have no regard for flowers. See, but, but flowers, see, flowers serve a, a bigger purpose than people think or whatever, depending on if you've actually did a little bit of, like, research when it comes to certain flowers or whatever. Like, so, for example, you know what I'm saying, tulips. You know what I'm saying? There's over 208 tulips in the world. All 208 tulips serve a specific purpose. You know, you got your normal, regular uh, tulips, you know, the basic ones you might see at, a, at your normal uh, store or whatever, at your garden store or whatever and whatnot, you know. But you could, like, I remember, I, I know that that useless piece of information because it was useful at the time. Because, of course, <laughs> she loves tulips. I, I, I told her that one day. She was like, why, really? I was like, yeah. I'm like, Wikipedia, you are right. That's when I started Wikipedia shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you want to you try to, you know what I'm saying, create the create the space, you know what I'm saying, for the flowers to come. You know, it's like, hey, if somebody be like, man, I can't stand flowers, 
I want to be like, I want to make, I want to be the reason why you like flowers then. So I started buying flowers. I bought, I bought bouquets. I bought long stem roses. I bought a lot of nice flowers. You know, now I've, I've gotten into a good, a good uh, gray area with my flowers now. You know, my flower game is solid now. So now I could be like, I can just wake up tomorrow and be like, man, baby, here you go. Flowers, bam. You know what I'm saying? Because we've gained such a good rapport with flowers. You know what I'm saying? Flowers are not going to only come, you know what I'm saying, when it's a holiday or when I fuck up. They're going to come just because, because it's a regular day. You know what I'm saying? If you're really trying to shoot for the for the trifecta, that's how you do it then, you know? Yeah. You know, but... Let me... No, back to this uh, thing with uh, you know, say what you say about romance or whatever. Like, I'm really trying to, to 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 hone in on my talent when it comes to this. Like, cause I feel like once upon a time, like I I had I had the juice, and now my juice ain't juicing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you feel the way I feel. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like it's like go. Yeah, like, it is like to a person, you know what I'm saying, you want to pour endless, endless juice into, like, you know, I, yep. that didn't come out right. Like you know fucking, that sounds like some kind of 80s New Jack <laughs> Swing song, like, where'd my romance go, girl? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put that on wax now, B. Put it on wax. <laughs> the motherfuckers couldn't think about shit like that back then, so, they, you know, it couldn't come out in that area. It could come out today. <laughs> no, for sure. Look, it can come out today. Look, it, it's gonna come out more raunchy, but it can come out though. It's gonna, it's gonna be like shit, you know. <laughs> but look, look, Courtney looked over here like, "Hey, don't pour no more, don't pour no more juice into me." Look, last time you poured some juice into me, we gotta see. Okay, you know what I'm saying? She was out the game decommissioned. So I, I, I gotta use a better analogy than pouring. Ju- well, you know, I just want to make sure that the romance is shared and liked by all. Yo, can I? See, I was way back when I was a young girl. Young girl. See, can, can I throw some game out? I, I feel like this is the biggest thing that the dudes get wrong when it comes to Valentine's Day and any like new romance. New is the key word. <clears throat> romance ain't really got nothing to do with nothing. What people, including and especially women, appreciate is new. So the point of doing something special for your woman on Valentine's Day is to do something you haven't done before. You're supposed to surprise her. And if you if you could handle that, like if you could do that, you're going to get it right every time. She wants something new. That's it. Look, these, these are my snap fingers right here. I'm snap. Like you think I'm sitting here schooling y'all. I just figured that out, nigga. Now I know what to do. I know what I'm going to do. Cause I ain't know before. I just figured it out. <laughs> hey, look, and, and, if, and if you would have said that, and did just get just segue to somewhere else, it'd have been like, damn, I yeah. always had the juice the whole time. Pat yourself on the Yo. back invisibly and keep going there, man. Look, but that's, that's you know free game for y'all. Look, anybody that's listening, that's free game. You know why I do a podcast? Why? You, know why? you know why I have to do a podcast? Why is that? I don't have like the biggest audience. Yo, shout out to the Melodic Spectrum real quick. But I don't have like the biggest audience. But what I do have is I enjoy the space where I can express myself in a way that I wouldn't on reg- under regular circumstances. Because sometimes the highest, drunkest version of you <laughs> sees things and understands things and needs to be able to communicate that to you. But if you, you can't talk to that motherfucker while you while you're trying to live your daily life, you can't be an alcoholic. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You can't let him, that motherfucker take over. You got to have balance. Sometimes you got to have conversations with yourself. So when I sit here and I record 
and I just say all this shit that, you know, comes to my mind in, in you know, in elevated space, it's, it's a place for me to go back to and hear my own lessons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's very important that you, can, you, you learn your own lessons. You got to learn from yourself all the time. Keep so, teaching so Look, so you're basically endorsing that people talk to themselves and get something out of what they're talking about. Then. You know, yeah, you got to you. Gotta, I mean, everybody talks to themselves all day, every day. Anyway, this is just another way to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm it's doing a, it every day out in this look, motherfucker. You're like, it's a way to extract these things in my mind and bring them out into the world. I'm here to share this with y'all. These are like doing like, what is it? Like doing like a, a them little voice records and shit like, yeah. Something star date, you know, log four, five, seven type shit. Or, or an affirmation. You know what I'm saying? When, when you do an affirmation, you talking to yourself. You telling yourself, nigga, you the shit. You, you ain't know you was the shit. Come on, dog. You the shit. You, know you a saying? winner. Look. You gotta talk to yourself. Everybody no, needs to talk to themselves. You know who don't talk to themselves at all? Boom. Nigga, Donald Trump. Donald Trump don't talk to himself. <laughs> He's too busy talking to like hundreds of thousands of motherfuckers that'll hear his bullshit. He's been over his bullshit for a long time. He ain't heard shit he didn't said in the last 30, 40 years. Come on, man. Hey, look, he like, I don't even like you no more. He's looking in the mirror, the mirror talking back to him and shit. Like, you're just a sad waste yeah. of a man. So he got to go have a rally to get a bunch of motherfuckers to listen to his bullshit because he can't listen to it no more. He's tired of looking at it. I need y'all to buy into the shit that I'm buying into now, people. I need that. Good. That's what it is, big. That's narcissism. Damn that. That's narcissism. <laughs> All that shit. Well, look at that. Look, we got a sweet four minutes. Look, I got to pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the... Uh, first off, let, let's start there. That's a good place to start. Can I start off by telling people? Alert, alert, alert. The cheat code is officially in production. We in production. We reached our threshold last week. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that was already being patient to begin with. Um, I'm excited about it. Look, I got people that are excited about it too. Like, I'm, I go to work talking about it all the time. Like, yeah, you know what you just ate today? Yeah, you had some of that food that I had? That was from a book. That's My wife did a book. Right there. You know what I'm saying? That's you order one. You know, don't, <laughs> don't do yourself a disservice by cooking the bland ass meals you've been doing. Let's go mm. ahead and add the spice into your life there. You know, bam. And that's how we hitting them right there. You know what I mean? So, you know, now nah, we're ready to roll. They've been, they've been waiting to see the whole summary. It's coming now. You know what I'm saying? The Cheat Code with Court. Shout out to her. The YouTube channel. Coming soon. We got, you know what I'm saying? She got, that's my bankroll in operation right there. She got a lot of things going on. And she's my wife and baby mama. Look, hey. Money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look. You know, shout out to Yum Shots. Another another leg in the in the top the threshold. You know what I'm saying? Look, see, this could all be yours. You know yo, what I'm saying? Like, Yo, yo, is, is are these businesses or is this a dynasty? Are we talking about a dynasty in the making? Look, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, we, we, like, we like the Lakers, baby, back in the... We're talking about Kobe again? <laughs> Nigga, we come full circle. Reincarnated Kobe again. <laughs> Kobe is back, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we, we don't die, we multiply. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so we trying to bring it together to y'all. If you, if you want to eat good and drink good, we can get you both. We can get you both. Look, man, okay. only thing we ain't made is our own wine or liquor products yet. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we the trifecta it. is coming. The trifecta what? is coming. Look. You you heard it here first on the up and up, man. Look, I, I got to tell you, all troops in the booth. That's what we do, man. Look, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Touch Events, man. Shout out to my dog Joey Buff, man. Look, you know this 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 the thing is this thing he got coming up is exciting, but I can't tell y'all no more. I got I got to keep it back, man. Look, you know what I'm saying. Shit. J M Prince, man. 
Look, man, if y'all need business things created, if y'all need LLCs, tax IDs, one, two, threes, and ABCs, he got all that shit. Hey, look, he got you covered. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Why, why landscape it? Look, you, you need your snow shovel. That man got you covered, man. Look. And and, and that's that, that's it. I, I don't even got a quote today. And I ain't got a quote. You know what I'm saying? I got a quote. I got a little quote. What's, what's the quote? <laughs> it ain't a quote. It ain't a quote. I do want to shout out a lot of perspective. But you know what it is? I think I think y'all already got the trifecta. Courtney got the eats. Courtney got the drinks. But we got to talk. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk. Look, hey, you put that right there in your pipe and smoke it, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is another episode of Owner Up and Up. I want to thank y'all for tuning in as always. Please be safe. Enjoy the rest of y'all Tuesday. God bless you. Thank you.